Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. We are back from our summer break, and uh, today we have back with us Father Christian Huber. Father Christian, welcome back to Catholic Bites. Great to be back, Father Conrad. And you, uh, I can definitely confirm, are a very talented musician uh, and singer in particular. And so we're going to talk a little bit today about singing, and we're going to talk about singing... um, you know, just maybe not necessarily even in the context of mass, but singing and how that leads to a deepening of your spiritual life. So why don't you take us away? Normally, I would say, Father Conrad, you're a trustworthy guide, but certainly uh, with those kind words, you might be <laughs> overstretching yourself just a bit. But yeah, we wanted to talk about singing and the good of singing, and especially singing the words of Scripture. And you mentioned that mass is obviously an occasion where we do that frequently, whether chanting the parts of the mass or singing hymns or Gregorian chant. But also there are humbler ways in which singing has a great value and and worth. Singing has a way of involving our whole self, even our body, with the words. Mm. I can remember when I was learning a foreign language once, the teacher said, it's not enough just to read the words. The words have to be in your mouth. And she Mm -hmm. pointed to her, her mouth, the physical sense of words, of language in our bodies, and singing has a way of doing that. Our whole body is involved when, when we're singing. And so even in very humble, seemingly simple ways, there's something very powerful about singing a word. My experience has been that's that's true, especially when we're young. And I don't know if you ever went to vacation Bible school of course, or of course. camps. And, and many times since becoming a seminarian, too, <laughs> and a yes, priest. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So even the grownups who are, are listening and singing along and teaching these songs benefit from them. And I can still remember songs that I learned from my Sunday school classes growing up, from summer camps. And those songs have come in very handy in, in powerful moments at seemingly random points in my life up to now. Uh, And oftentimes it's just simple lines that are verses from the scriptures, maybe the Psalms in particular. There's one that comes to mind right now. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet (laughs) and a light unto my path. It's a simple, simple little Mm -hmm. song, but it's the word of God taken directly, directly from the scriptures. And it's the sort of thing you can carry around in your pocket with you wherever you go. Yeah, and, and I, I guess I think your point about it being a physical activity is is important for our spiritual life because I think there's a tendency to maybe over-spiritualize and downplay the physical reality of the spiritual life, that that there's something that we, we're both body and soul and that our spiritual lives need to be body and soul. And so that's why we have external ways of worshiping and we kneel and we sing and we uh, hold our hands certain ways and we do different things. And so it would seem like that, yeah, for our own formation, it needs that bodily aspect of it. And there's a lot of room and invitation to for creativity in this. The, mm-hmm. the church never stops coming up with new music, uh, new ways of, of singing, even the same words of scripture that have been sung over mm-hmm. and over again. I had the experience once of just reading briefly, uh, kind of quickly through the book of Psalms, and having been in choirs and bands and worship groups and just you know being at Mass and at church for, for many years, it was amazing to realize in how many different ways I had had a musical encounter with almost all of the Psalms yeah, at yeah. different points in, in my life without even really trying. Mm-hmm. 
And it's because the church, we just keep going back to the words of, of Scripture again and again, and they never never are exhausted. Yeah, exactly. And it, it, from the very beginning of the church, like on Holy Thursday, it says they sang a hymn and then went out to the Mount of Olives. And that hymn that they sang was uh, a portion of the Psalms that was sung at the end of the Passover Seder. And, and so, Which we still sing now at yeah, the Easter exactly. Vigil. Yeah, from the, very, from the very beginning, there's this emphasis on, on not just reading and intellectually analyzing the words of scripture or something like that, but, but rather having this physical encounter through, through bodily singing. And speaking of the, the newness of, of singing as well, I mentioned, uh, Father Conrad, you have a, a coaster or a breakfast tray in your office here as we're recording that says Carpe Diem on it. I mm-hmm. promised I was going to somehow incorporate this into our, <laughs> our talk. It's got a little cat looking out a window to, to a smiling sun. So just to give you the full picture of and, you know, the and of decor course, in this office. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Carpe Diem, Latin for seize the day. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was about uh, fish and uh, never mind. Oh, well, never, no, yeah. no, 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 <laughs> different, different direction, different type of carp. I, when I was in high school, like a lot of people, I was in a band and that was our band name. And we were a Christian rock band. Uh, <laughs> of course. <so. laughs> Christian in more ways than one. And uh, it, was an, it was a chance for us, even as young high schoolers, to exercise our creativity, uh, to sing about the Lord and, and the things of God. And maybe just a, a word of, of encouragement for any listeners that have a musical bent, you can do no better for an endless fount of inspiration for mm-hmm. your artistic and creative potential than the Word of God and, and the things of God. Uh, sometimes you have the experience of looking around at all of the incredibly talented artists, musicians that are active today, and to just have this desire to I- introduce them to the Psalms, to the Mother of God, uh, to these sources of, of creative production that that yeah. are uh, so rich and so fruitful. Yeah, of course, and and, and the Word is himself is creative. You know, God creates through the Word, through speaking the Word, and and then that is encapsulated as a wrong word in Scripture itself. And and so the the creativity of of the Creator himself flows in the Word. The Word of God is living and effective. And so bringing that to your musical. Uh, creativity uh, just adds that layer of depth to it that, that that is much more than than you could get otherwise. I don't know if you have any practical thoughts about um, how people can incorporate more into their life, you know, besides just you know hanging out at vacation Bible school all the time, <laughs> <laughs> singing reserved sing- for a privileged few. <laughs> I still have like I had, I was a seminarian a couple of years ago at a vacation Bible school and and the theme was the Circus of Stars and I still have it Circus of Stars like all these like <laughs> some of those were not the best songs but uh, they were stuck in my head about your dignity and God's love for you and stuff like that and I can sing them all still right through. So what do you think about uh, creativity? Um, uh, on a personal level, uh, someone who wants to incorporate more singing of scripture, um, yeah, I think I think we we start to uh, be creative and incorporate uh, thoughts, songs, words into our lives uh, by being around others who are doing them, mm-hmm. and so looking for opportunities for that. I remember you know someone talking about how she realized uh, that her spiritual life was really growing because she had started in the car listening on the radio mm-hmm. to praise music, yeah, which yeah. she hadn't done before, but it, it fed and nurtured her, her love of the Lord mm-hmm. in a little crack of time that might have been you know, filled with you know, maybe mindless pop music uh, yeah. prior to that. Yeah, although some of my students argue that, that 
um, that Justin Bieber and Kanye West uh, <laughs> have deep scriptural roots that they don't really understand. But uh, um, Kanye West, I might grant you that. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm I'm uh, very skeptical. Let's say <laughs> <laughs> let's put it that way. <laughs> um, yeah, I recall actually, if you, ask, uh, you and I uh, walked the Camino together uh, several years ago, and. Um, uh, if I remember, there were days where I was really annoyed at you because you would just keep singing all these praise songs that were. I was just so fed up with the whole thing. I was I like, "How is he so memory. happy? <laughs> How could he? We can't sing any more praise songs. I don't want to deal with this anymore." <laughs> there's a um, yeah, and there's there's something about how um, the spiritual life is 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 exactly that. It's a life, and our 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 love of God and our perusal of the scripture and our, our deepening of our encounter with him shouldn't be just limited to an hour on Sunday or to, you know, daily mass even, or my period of prayer, but that it should influence and engage all aspects of our life and gradually grow. And it doesn't mean you can't have interests that are not strictly scriptural, but I think it is, like you said, it's a good sign to say, okay, yeah, no, even my love for popular music is being shaped and informed by the message of scripture and that that is more life giving to me than, than just, you know, seeing a Kesha or something like that, you know? Yeah. And, and as you were saying that and reminding me of the, the pilgrimage, I was remembering the last day of the liturgical year, which uh, falls in late November, Mm -hmm. typically the church gives priests and religious in the office of readings that day, if I remember right, a sermon by St. Augustine to read where he specifically talks about the example of, of harvesters out in the field. And mm-hmm. he's observing this happening in his own day and you know, presumably in the area around Hippo and in, mm-hmm. in, in, in Northern Africa and observing how as they're working in, in the field, they're singing and they're singing these harvest songs to, yeah. to keep, keep them going. And he is preaching this to his congregation centuries ago and telling them you should do the same thing. Uh, sing and keep going, sing and keep going. Yeah, uh, but, the, but the emphasis on, on singing as we go along. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Well, Unless it's annoying your pilgrimage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, it's just you were just too upbeat on that pilgrimage. <laughs> I was so miserable, but you know, whatever. Um, Father Christian, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for, for sharing this wisdom about about singing and, and the Word of God, and, and I hope it influences all of our lives and, and helps us to deeper that relationship with God. If you'd like to hear other great Catholic talks, maybe you're trying to fill that period of time in your car with something other than mindless pop music, you can find all our podcasts at catholicbitespodcast.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And there's actually been a new update to Apple Podcasts app, and it led to a lot of people who maybe weren't subscribing uh, losing the podcast. So I encourage you to subscribe. It it really helps the show. It helps it keep it in your feed and and, and keep showing up and, and, and giving you all this great opportunities to learn more about the faith you can also find us on spotify uh catholic bites is a production of catholic cast productions uh thank you and god bless you